necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, look, if you're out car shopping this weekend, come and see me over at LS Autoplex, 2195 Highway 471. We've got a slew of quality pre-owned F-150s, Dodge Rams. Yeah, Dodge Rams. We've got a couple of F-250s also. So if you need a, a three-quarter ton, I got you covered. Uh, we are constantly buying stuff. We just got a nice white Toyota SR5 premium in yesterday. I haven't been through the shop yet, so it's not cleaned up and ready to sell. But I will sell it to you if you want it. We will expedite it. So check us out online, lsautoplex.com. We call it Little Truck City over there because that's what we specialize in is trucks. And hey, we also buy vehicles. So if you're looking to sell yours, you don't want to deal with all the marketplace maniacs and Craigslist crazies. Come by and see me. We'll make you a fair market value offer on it, and we will cut you a check on the spot. Bring your title with you. If you don't have your title, you have a payoff, no problem. Make sure you have your 10-day payoff. Bring all your lien holder information, and we'll get that covered on our end. So it's easy to sell, easy to do business with Ellis Autoplex. Right, hey, if you got bad credit, I have a way to go for you too. So give me a call. If you got enough money down, we can get you financed. I just want to be honest with you. It's going to take some money down if you got bad credit. So that is what it is. You got to pay to play. LSAutoplex.com. All right, here live in the ClayEdwardShow.com studios, I've got Sean Yurkaran with me. I'm getting better at it. Yep, just, man, you're great. Rolling off the tongue now. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to be calling you by your last name. Oh, Yurkaran. Hey, you know, some people do. Some people well, do. You never know. What was your knee's nickname for you for years? Uh, well, at the DA's office, everybody called me Turk. That That's was, it, Turk. Yeah, but I, you know, people still from the DA's office, they call me Turk, and I, and they still do, and I, I joke about that. I said, I, you know, that was cool when I was 28, but I'm like a 43-year-old man. Can we drop the nicknames? I'm, I'm Sean <laughs> at 43. Not, not Turk was cool at 28 when I was, you know, out drinking every night, but 43 when I'm drinking Sleepy Time Tea and watching Netflix, I, I'd rather go by Sean. I, I know. I've dropped V from in front of Clay, too, <laughs> as I've gotten older. Yeah. That's, like, the Clay. The Clay. The Clay, right. It just, it just doesn't fit when you're in your 40s anymore. You're like, it's just, you're not as cool. Well, me and all my friends thought we were rappers. Uh, we didn't actually rap or anything like that, but we thought we were rappers, and we th- we thought we were like No Limit Records and stuff. And one of my friends called me C-Note for years. Actually, two of them did. And it all started out as a joke. One night, a buddy of mine called me. He's like, um, he's like, uh, what are we going to do tonight? I said, I don't know. I got a $100 bill. We can go out and party. You might as well call me C-Note because mm. a C-Note's a $100 bill. Right, sure. And uh, it just stuck, unfortunately. <laughs> That's they, so, they, Nobody calls you that anymore. Uh, still to this day, my buddy Sonny Evans uh, and Bucky Combs still call me C-Note. 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 I can't so. shake the Turk thing with a group of my buddies. They still like, hey, Turk. And I, one of my buddy's sons uh, works for me in the afternoon. And he's uh, 18. And he calls me Mr. Turk. Mr. And I'm like, okay, okay. It's like, evolved. It's evolved into Mr. Turk now. It was Turk when I was cool in my 20s. Well, I don't know if I was cool whatever, but you know, it was Turk, and then now it's uh, Mr. Turk in my 40s. So. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, you know, it was funny. Even funnier about the C note thing is that hundred dollars wouldn't take us far tonight. No, no, it would not. But you know, quarter pitchers and and nickel beer. Right, it, it, it would get you. It get you a long way at the edge back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. I could still go to Martin's though and, and get out of there with uh, under a hundred bucks. So that's about it for that's, one person. For me, just for me, just for yeah, me. I mean, a yeah. hundred bucks would get us in, get us loaded. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole nine yards. For yeah, three, three or four of us. You know, now, no, 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 no. If you did two people, it's it's definitely everything's over hundred bucks. Man, you can't even go to a Mexican restaurant now for two people and spend less than fifty without drinks. Yeah, easy. I'm kind of mad. Those fajitas say eleven dollars on the menu <laughs> times two. 
Where where does the fifty dollars come from? I don't get it. The, the queso gets you every time. Yeah, they, they, yeah. Everybody has to go get queso. I yeah. mean, they probably charge like twenty bucks for that. And you don't even know because everybody just says, "Oh, I'll have, do you want the cheesecake?" Of course I do. No yeah. one says no. And I always ask for extra sour cream with the fajitas. I bet you that's five dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that, right. That the first spoonful, the first hit's for free. The second one's where we get you. That's where they get you. And then the margaritas depends on where you got. You got to know where which one you're going to. Like if you go to El Charo in Lakeland, that's across from my office. It's reasonable. You can have three or four. But if you go to like some places, like oh man, the margarita was fourteen dollars a margarita. Yeah, you get into the fancier names that don't have L in front of them. Oh, the like, elitist Mexican restaurants, like what I call them. Right? Yeah, that's like, like the elitist Mexican. You, restaurants. you better be ready to spend some money. That's what's going to happen. I don't do the elitist Mexican restaurants. I think Mexican restaurants are not supposed to be elitist yeah. places. If it's got L or La in front of it, it's usually pretty affordable. Right. Right. Yeah. But, but if it, but if it's like a, a if it's like sombrero or whatever, that place is you know you got to yeah. wear a tie. If it's got like, a swanky single name <laughs> you're gonna pay more that's right. it's gonna be good i'm not knocking them. oh yeah no it's means. great it's just expensive yeah. right they, they 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 upgrade the fajitas from flank steak to sirloin yeah that's it it's it's a it's it's a nice place absolutely all right so look, let's jump into this man sure you there's a story that you, you kind of you're really got you interested it's the uh cindy hyde smith blocks biden judge pick yeah. for mississippi over trans rights and uh soros pack sure. bring us up to speed on this because i already know that if he was pro-trans i'm anti-him yeah i know i get you this is a, a story about scott Colum, who's the da over in uh, starkville columbus district i think that's the 16th circuit court districts my buddies all worked over there i'm sure they'd kick me if i didn't get the number right anyway um and he's been the da he was elected i believe in 2015 um i've known him for many years we're friends on facebook and those guys he's a great wonderful guy terrific district attorney um he was a black guy that has won in a majority white district two times last time i believe he was actually unopposed this time i think he's only opposed because everybody thought he was gonna get the federal judgeship mike mills a judge in the northern district of mississippi had i think took senior status or maybe retired and and scott was supposed to fill his spot and they're waiting on the, the republican senators have to issue i believe what's called a blue slip and Roger Wicker turned his in and was okay with it. And Cindy Hyde-Smith has been sitting on it for at least six to eight months, as far as I know, what I've been hearing. And she decided finally that she's not going to turn it in. And she's basing it on the fact that, you know, he's a Soros-backed district attorney and that he had signed a letter regarding to uh, transgender rights, which the letter said in summary that they weren't going to prosecute people that conducted gender-affirming surgery. I believe that's the substance of it. Yeah. Well, uh, on minors. On minors, excuse me. Yes, right, right. You, yeah. yeah okay, so yeah. Big, bigger topic here. Mm-hmm. Why would you do a f- gender-affirming care on somebody who's not old enough to make that decision legally themselves? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, of course, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm Sean, the lawyer, a former lawyer, right? And, sure. And, and, uh, so I don't know what the medical necessity of that is I, to me obviously in face value it sounds ridiculous like why would you perform a surgery on minors like that shouldn't they have to be an adult but i again i'm not a doctor i think that would be a question that you know you'd have to get asked a doctor but if there was some sort of medical necessity now as far as i've read the, what they're claiming to be a medical necessity is a suicide rate i think that may be right well the suicide rate goes up exponentially after the yeah after the surgery, it's like fifty percent. Sure, when sure. they when they realize, oh crap, the Facebook likes, the TikTok tweets, or mm-hmm. whatever, all the social contagion side of this has gone away. Yeah, now I'm stuck, right? And I'm confused, and I've done the most extreme thing I can possibly do to myself and still be alive, mm-hmm. and nobody cares anymore. Well, the I'm, love and affirmation's done. Yeah, I mean, but is it, those two that issue and the I think the issue about. Uh, 
you know, a transgender man playing women's sports has been kind of the big hot topic issues, right? My question, Clay, to this is, and I know I'm probably on the alternate side of you on it, is, is why is this in the public discourse? I don't, I mean, let's take it this way. In 2019, did you, have you ever even heard of these transgender issues? I don't, I don't remember discussing this. Why has this become the, the issue du jour of America right now? I just feel like there's a lot of focus on attacking a group of people um, to, to make political points. Well, it's a lot of focus. Okay, so the other side of it. Right. And I love having these conversations. Yeah. We can have a real conversation. I'm not trying to change your mind. You're not trying to change Sure. We're just asking questions here. Um, I feel like it's being shoved down my throat from every direction in, in the world. Every but time, who's every shoving time. it down your throat? Is it the transgender the, people the, themselves? This, this, or transgender, the, the this transgender agenda. Mm-hmm. I refer to it as the LGBTQ plus agenda. Right. I have, and I, I always clarify this and I'm, cause I don't want to be taken out of context. I have no problem with, with gay stuff at, at all. 100% never have, never will plenty of gay friends. I, I'm referring to the agenda itself and the agenda itself is, um, the, the drag queen story time at school. It's pushing this narrative to kids. It's telling parents that you don't have the right to decide if you're if your four year old decides they want their they're a transgender whatever mm-hmm. that and they want to have gender affirming surgery, the parents can be arrested in some states if they try to block it. There's a there's a dad in Texas mm-hmm. who's the mother of the child, a minor, moved to California to have because it's a gender affirm a gender surgery sanctuary, however you want to say that, gender affirming surgery right. san- sanctuary or whatever. Okay. The father cannot stop this from happening i haven't read about that yeah and i forget the name this was a big case a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. i have real problems with that i have real problems with uh, the state getting involved in 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 these surgeries and now and now uh biden and them are coming out saying on like title nine anybody that gets federal funding Mm -hmm. any school that gets federal funding that you can't stop and I, i had this conversation with my friend the other day uh, and for people who get confused with the transgender stuff, a transgender man is a biological woman. A transgender woman is a biological man. Okay. So <clears throat> just reverse it. Right. If it's man, it's woman. If it's woman, it's man. Gotcha. So they're saying transgender women mm-hmm. who are biological men, you have to allow them to play sports with biological women. Okay. That's not fair. Right. That's That affects scholarships. That affects championships. That affects everything. Yeah, I mean, I think outside of this, I said those are the two issues I actually agree with you on is the gender-affirming surgery for minors is is not correct and and playing of sports and those things. But is the transgender community pushing this on us, or is this just somebody? I feel like the left and the right are pushing. I I feel like the transgender community is actually getting victimized well, by, major by being made a political pawn in this game. These That's major corporations like. are being rewarded through this ESG stuff mm-hmm. and all of that to push these agendas and to open up all these doors and making it a bigger deal than it should be. If somebody wants to, if somebody's transgender, and God bless the, the, a true transgender person, mm-hmm. people who were born with the dysphoria, yeah, gender, gender dysphoria, right? Gender dysphoria. Sure. God, God bless them, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, nobody's talking about them, right? Um, we're talking about people who feel trapped in their body but i also feel like this is a big social contagion deal right are you familiar with the with the term no go ahead explain that one to me social contagion um i feel like this is being everybody suddenly being transgender every celebrity suddenly having a transgender child Mm. 
This is a it's a social like when it's, it's cool trendy. to be gay. I've heard it, it, yeah, exactly. I've heard a lot of, a lot of like, gay friends of mine tell me that that like right now it's fashionable to be gay. Yeah, same, that, same yeah. concept. Oh, they're doing it. Everybody's doing it. It must be cool, right? Kind right. of thing. Um, I, I, on the flip side, we could take like a right wing social contagion, uh, a bit of the MAGA movement. You mm-hmm. could say it's kind of a social contagion. Sure, yeah. You know, I mean, just everybody to, wants to be in a militia now, right? I mean, they're like, I'm, a, I'm part of this. I'm an oath keeper. I'm, a, you know, I want to be part of a militia because yeah. it's cool to be in a militia. Yeah, so no, it's, it's not the 18th century anymore. Same concept. Right. Right. You know, it's like it's, they're doing it, and I and I tend to agree with what they're doing. I like the way all that looks. So they'll look. They're getting a bunch of positive attention. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the on the right side. We have a lot of grifters over yep. here, you know, people who jump into it and they're suddenly right wing and they're good. They're really good speakers and talkers. So they, they start a podcast and people are probably like, Clay, are you looking in a mirror? <laughs> right. right, right. I've, I've always been right wing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, so it's a bit of a social contagion back to the initial point. There. Sure. I, no, that's actually I, I've, I've, I didn't know there was a term for it, but uh, I've had that discussion with people before that this is like certain things are like I'm going to do this to be cool. I get that, but I, I think in in that though, I feel like the transgender community is getting victimized by both sides. Like the left is pushing this certain agenda, and then the right is passing bills left and right, making this a bigger issue than than it is, and and like everybody's using them as a political pawn right now to get what they want. And well, I think that's that, that's unfortunate for them is my problem. Well, okay, so I, I, I try to have some perspective here and say that there's always this loud minority mm-hmm. that comes across like they speak for the whole yeah. the whole side, whatever side of the argument you're on, there's and, always the loud, everything. Right. the loud minority. And with the transgender stuff, there's an extremely loud uh, minority of these people who are the transgenders mm-hmm. that keep telling us, if you're not our ally, you're our enemy. Well, right. I don't want to agree with this stuff, but I don't care what you do to you. Let's take a call real quick. Sure. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey. Ricardo. Just calling up, just listening to you guys. I'm doing some paperwork. Um, I think I take a different, but I think I take, well, I know I take your position, Clay, but your guest is talking about being shoved down the transgender's um, throat. Maybe you should have a little daughter who's going in the bathroom at eight years old and having a 19-year-old guy come in there and swip out their slong and saying that I now identify as a female, who's getting what shoved down their throat at that point? And we have got to quit using the term shoved down throats when describing this transgender and, and LGBT well, stuff. I, that and, was what was said. No, no, I, 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 I know. That, that wasn't pointed at you. That was pointed at me. I know I opened up that. I opened up Pandora's box there. No, hey, look, great point. we got to take a break real quick. Sean's going to answer that on the other side. Well, he probably can't, but anyway. I appreciate it, brother. All right, let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back with Sean's rebuttal. Welcome back in. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the com studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. Hey, fathers of young daughters, to this conversation that we're having, uh, what a great time to get your kids involved in uh, children's jiu-jitsu. And you can do this at Gracie South. they got two different locations. Uh, one in Madison on Ridgecrest Drive, and one in Pearl on Fairmont Avenue. And hey, man, it's way more than just a, um, just children's jiu-jitsu. They have uh, adult jiu-jitsu taught under Hoist, Gracie, Black Belt, Chance Shepard, fitness kickboxing, a great non-monotonous workout. Also, as I mentioned, kids jiu-jitsu. Going to help your kids with confidence, mental focus, and bully prevention. Also, women this is a big one here, especially if you know in and around Jackson, in and around these high crime areas. 
women's uh, only self-defense classes taught with a female instructor. So there's a no male intimidation environment. Some of the perks they offer at Gracie at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing are a 6,000-square-foot facility, 2,400 square feet of training mats, showers, private changing areas, locker rentals, gi, and laundry service, as well as, uh, as I mentioned, the two locations. Check them out online at graciesouth.com. And uh, your first week is free. And if you mention that you heard it on the Clay Edwards Show, after that first week, you're going to get 20% off your membership stuff. So check them out and uh, get ready to be a badass. All right. Here on the radio with me, I got Sean Yurkaran. And Sean, let's just jump right back into it. Sure. Last caller mentioned the if you're a father of a daughter who has to go in a bathroom with these nut jobs, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that was exactly what I was going to say. He kind of beat me to it. Um, as a father, and my daughter was, you know, still in school, mm-hmm. still in elementary school, when this whole thing got kicked up in North Carolina. That's where this whole— Back in, like, 2014 or so. Right? That's where this that whole battleground, this transgender battleground got started, if my memory serves me correct, was North Carolina bathrooms. Something like that, right. Right. And <clears throat> that's the way it was packaged and sold to us, mm-hmm. was there's going to be— dudes pretending to be girls just for the sake of it in the bathrooms with our little girls. Hell no, there ain't. You know what I mean? And I mean, I think to a man, any father out there, regardless of political leanings, when you get, when it comes down to nutcracking time, nobody wants that situation for their daughters. Right. Uh, But I think you just said something great, pretended to be the issue. Has, and my question to listeners is, has anybody actually gone to the bathroom with a transgender person or had their daughter be in the bathroom with a transgender woman who's, who's a man. Has that ever been an actual issue that you have faced in your life? The next question I'd ask yourself is, how many transgender people do you personally know? And not even, that you personally know, or even, I mean, make that easier, that you've met before. And I think, and this is my greater point, Clay, we're making this into an issue that it isn't. And I think that's because the left and the right are using them as a political pawn and playing it off for their advantages. And that, I think that's kind of that's unsettling for that group of people. Because nobody, I guarantee you, nobody we know has ever had a situation where they're like, man, my daughter was in the bathroom with a transgender woman, and it was scary. That's just never happened to anybody we know. I'm willing to bet on that. But maybe if somebody wants to call in and say that's happened to them, we'd be glad to listen to you. All right, phone lines are lit up. Let's go. Hey, you're back on there, brother. Hey, man. Sean. Do they nickname you Melba Toast because you're weak as you can be? Do you even keep up with the news of what happened in Virginia with the girl that was assaulted twice when the school board stuff that went on and when they started targeting parents who were complaining to the school boards? So you never know anyone has had that happen. I, I How don't. many of these are reported? Okay, I know. But here's, Do you? Let, me just, let me just settle the science real quick pretending if you have a slong you're pretending to be a woman in the story. have you ever met anybody that's transgender i have met them multiple times have you ever gone to the bathroom with what? them or i don't have to because i go in the men's restroom okay, okay? well i mean has a transgender man ever gone to the bathroom with you a woman going into the men's bathroom with me Right. That's what I'm, uh, I'm usually at the stall, so if they're, they're not, they're usually squatting I'm just, because they're a woman. I'm just saying, is this so a problem that you've kick, ever here's faced? My here's my kicker. Here's my kicker okay. on this. Okay. You're pretending as long as you're carrying. You're, you're pretending. So you said, "Oh, pretending to be a transgender." Guess what? You ain't got one. You ain't one. And you're sitting there trying to ride down the middle. Oh, I'm transgender friends. I have this. 
you man, just your nickname's Melba. I didn't say I had transgender but, friends. I just said that they're being victimized. I don't. I don't know any transgender people either. I looks like you. I don't know any. You know, I don't know any transgender. Oh, hey, they're not being victimized. They're causing every no one else to be victimized because of their mental disorder. It's a because they're pretending to be a woman or pretending to be a man when they're not. If they go and get the addictomy or chop the things off. Then they can talk, but until they're car- if they're carrying the sexual organs of another thing, they're not a woman and they're not a man. Uh, but what does so that have to do with the bathrooms? Question. I'm just trying to like the, the, the bathroom I'm, issue. The, two, the girl that got raped in in, in Virginia that happened. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, look it up. I'm gonna look it up oh, after yeah, the that, show. Well, that was the big you, one. That was the one that got if you don't know what it is, it's all over the news. Hey, hey, brother, I got to take one. another call. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, that was a big one. Same kid raped two different girls at two mm. different schools, and that's why you have a whole other governor there in Virginia now. Let's take another call real quick. Mm. Hey, you're on there. Yeah, good morning. Um, I think the the real issue here is. Hey, John, real quick, you're gonna have t- you got two yeah, t- two the, minutes. The real issue two minutes. Is, is everybody has a right to pursue life, liberty, and happiness, whether you're transgender, whether you're a woman wanting to be a man. The the real issue here is parents. And if a parent allows their child to have transgender surgery or what have you, that's their right as a parent. And if they've consulted their physician, that should be between that parent, that child, and their physician. It should not be the government stepping in. Now, if you're a conservative, as you say you are, you want the government out of your business. That should be between as long as there's a parent and they consult their physician, that should be their business. Now, this issue of the transgender person being the boogeyman let me tell you who the boogeyman is the boogeyman is the is the man that you see every day that heterosexual male that's the boogeyman that's the guy i worry about wouldn't that make you the boogeyman that's what i'm saying guys that look like me we're the boogeyman we're the ones that go out and we commit these heinous crimes there are men heterosexual men that abuse and violate women that pretend to be women and go in the bathroom john john do you do you you have a daughter i've heard you talk about your daughter i do uh do you want a transgendered woman who's actually a man in the bathroom with your daughter okay i just answered that question for you clay a man does not belong in a in any female bathroom but your 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 rapists are heterosexual males the boogeyman is the what, guy, racist? No, see, we're going to stop it there. We're not talking about race. You said you're racist or heterosexual males. That is not what we're talking about. That, that, that we're not going to take this that direction. Let's take a break real quick. We're going to come back, land the plane for the day. And uh, we got them fired up this morning. The phone lines are jammed up. Let's go straight to a call real quick to close out the show. Hey, caller, you going there? You got about one minute. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying that like, I understand the transgender stuff. Uh, nobody wants a dude in the bathroom, but. I don't know when the last time people have been in a women's bathroom, but they're all stalled. So ain't nobody whipping out nothing. And I mean, I don't want to repeat the, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> the phrase. Yeah, gotcha. but yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think the fear is them. I think the fear is them uh, physically, physically attacking a girl. I don't think it's just you know, hey, look, look over here next to me. You know, I think it's physically attacking as a as a father. And then the, that's my concern. The, uh, the thing that the guy brought up in Virginia, the girl had sex with that guy twice. Yeah, but that guy also raped a girl in the bathroom and raped another one in the bathroom, pretending to be a no, girl. No, I'm saying, no, he raped the girl that he had sex with twice. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they had a consensual sex relationship. 
Yeah, but he raped a separate girl at a different school, too. He he had two different situations. Mm, okay. I mean, I'm going to have to look that one up, too. But, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. All right, brother. I got to jump. Yeah. All, right. All right, Sean. Closing out, man. We uh, we stepped on a stick of dynamite there. <laughs> yeah. On the yeah. landmine there at the end. I we knew we kind of would, though. I knew that, you know, I'm going to defend the transgender community, and that's not going to make a lot of people happy, but. And I'm gonna, you know, but I'm not here to make people happy, Clay. Well, it's, it's, it's like I, me either. I, I see you've, uh, I see you've officially been welcomed to the, uh, to the fan club over there. Yeah, someone just threatened me while we we're on air, so that was nice. Yep, uh, hey, you were officially part of the. I've patched you in. I've given Sean a Clay Edwards show sticker and a Save Jackson. Drank sticker. the blood of the deer. You know, that's yep. the, that's what, it's, that's what's going on. Look, man, we're gonna have these tough conversations. Sean will be with me every Wednesday, seven to nine, and uh, that's kind of the, we were gonna do law call, but we're gonna go whatever direction the party takes us. And uh, that's what we'll do. So, look, coming up next, Jim Thorne, followed by Jameson. See y'all Monday. Thanks for listening. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the com studios on a uh, beautiful day after Easter here. And this segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends down there in Crystal Springs at Mercy House Auto Center Teen Challenge. That our Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. <clears throat> Look, hey, if you got a car sitting out in your driveway or yard that needs to be towed off, running or not, that you want to donate for a tax write-off, that could be way more money than the actual value of the car if you had to sell it. Give my guys a call. Hey, and it doesn't have to just be an old car; it can be any car. You know, if you if you're feeling it in your heart, you got a vehicle you don't need anymore, and you want to donate it for a tax write-off, give them a call, man. They'll come tow that thing off from you. you just got to have a title for it. Uh, also they're a 501c3. So of course you get the tax write off, but what's great is it, if you'd want to go buy a car, they specialize in these cars in 10 to $15,000 range, which is a, um, take it from a guy that sells cars for a living. It is a very desirable, desirable, uh, market. People are all the time looking to spend 10 to 15,000 on a car and, it, and it's hard to do. These guys specialize in it. They got on-site mechanics that get everything reconditioned and up to, uh, you know, roadworthy, good, safe. Everything's working on them. They can help you with uh, if you hit a bump in the road with your credit. They got you covered through some of their lenders and as well as uh prime financing stuff. So, got a little something for everybody down there at Mercy House Teen Challenge, and the money goes to Mercy House Teen Challenge, which helps put fathers back in homes, beat addiction, and get men back to being men leading in their communities, leading in their families, and guiding their kids to a brighter tomorrow. I added that part there on the end. I'm going to tell you, man, the father being out of the home can wreak havoc on it. Look no further than the city of Jackson and some of the rural areas around in Rankin County and so forth. When the father's not in the home, those are the kids that end up in jail and on drugs and everything else more, more consistently than the others. I'm just a, I'm just an anomaly. I um, I ended up in on drugs and in and out of jail because I'm an idiot, and both of my parents were at home. So, uh, but look, man, it obviously makes a big difference when you get the father back in the home. So check them out, support them. MercyHouseAutoCenter.com. You can shop them online there, or you can go see them in person right down there in Crystal Springs, Mississippi. That is Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. All right. I was before the break. I was telling y'all about a um, after Tony's phone call there, 
I had a, I had, a, I had two run-ins over the weekend with a couple super nice black ladies, about three of them total, four of them. I was in TJ Maxx Saturday, uh, helping a friend pick out an outfit for uh, the Co Wetzel concert, and uh, a really nice lady stopped me. And I mentioned the color black. I mentioned their color because I think it it drives a point home. That, that that's why it drives a point home. The people are fed up. The really nice lady stopped me and said, "Hey Clay, uh, are you Clay? I, I follow your page. I love your show. So on and so forth." And I didn't get to talk to her very long, but I just wanted to say, if she's listening this morning, I really do appreciate you. And then Sunday, I met the little grocery store by my house in Brandon, and. Two other black ladies stopped me. They're like, are you Clay? I'm like, yes, ma'am, I am. And she's like, I love your show. She goes, and she said the whole dirty word here. She goes, they F'd around and find, she goes, they F around and they find out, don't they? She listens to the show and she knows that. She's like, I love stalking your page. And uh, it was just a really cool interaction with a really nice lady and the other lady too, who I know. But uh, shout out to Miss Tina. I do not know the other lady's name, but she works at a gas station there in Brandon that I frequent. So shout out to both of them. But uh, Miss Tina says, they effing around and they finding out. Ah, man, it made my day. It really did. Because uh, y'all know we love, to, we love to talk about people effing around and finding out around here. And so I know somebody who's about to here shortly. Uh, thanks to them running their mouth, they're going to eff around and find out about a lawsuit. But uh, neither here nor there. <clears throat> um, but the fact that these black ladies come up to me. And they tell me these things. It means they're fed up with what's going on. They're fed up with their community looking bad because of some knuckleheads. And uh, Miss Tina brought up the catch and release stuff in Hines County. Said she even called somebody and said, "You hear what he's? You see what he said? Or you hear what he's talking about? That's what's wrong. Is they just they they're not punishing these criminals?" And we had a nice conversation about that there on the coffee aisle at the grocery store. And it just, it goes back to, she's like, they don't do this in Rankin County. You know, you, that's why you don't have repeat offenders out on the streets and all that stuff. It was just a good conversation. And it reminded me that there's a lot of folks out there who ain't about this life that's going on in Jackson right now, who ain't about this nonsense. We turning folks around here. They just need to listen. You know, you listen to the other stations around town that do talk radio. They make excuses for everybody. They blame everything on racism and all this other stuff. What does Kim Wade call them? Black for a living. Everything's about racism. Everything's about race. Sometimes it's just about not doing right. There's a lot of folks just not doing right around here. This garbage contract, for example. That's about not doing right. They can't blame that on nobody else. Not white flight. Not racism, not nothing else. The only reason Richard Disposal was even in there because they all threw a fit saying that waste management wasn't black-owned. That was how all this started. And there was another contract, another team that had put together, if my memory serves me correct, it was going to be a local bunch. They, they had put it together, and they, their bid didn't get accepted. But they were saying that Jackson's garbage needed to be picked up by a black-owned company. It ended up being one. And that's fine. But that was that was what the that was the nexus of this whole thing is it was somehow racist because waste management wasn't black owned. No, it was just a way for them to get their hand in the pot of the garbage contract. This is what the mob did in the in the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, all up in New York. 
was they controlled the garbage, the sanitation. I'm sure it's been like that down in New Orleans over the years. These big cities that the mob could get their hands on, they controlled the, the city contracts. They went to their boys. That's what these folks are running this like the mafia, like La Cosa Nostra. And we're all just supposed to sit back and say, okay, but they're black, so we can't say nothing. That They have pistol whooped people into thinking if you criticize a black politician that is somehow racist. I just refuse. I, I will go down swinging on that. I do not care what color you are. If you're doing a terrible job, we're going to hold you accountable. I can't help the demographic. I, I say this all the time. I can't help the demographics of Jackson. It just is what it is. We ain't going to quit talking about it. Not going to quit talking about it. I can get kicked off this radio today, and I'll still do my podcast every morning. We're going to talk about these things till I get tired of talking about them. Not till anybody else gets tired of it, till I get tired of it. And I ain't getting tired. Like Kevin Gates, I don't get tired. Let's take another break real quick. We ran over on that last segment. Got to get our time back. We'll be right back live in the ClayEdwardShow.com studios on 103.9. WYN rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Stonington Farm Beef. That's right. They're going to be up here in Jackson this Friday. Get your orders in by Thursday to get your food delivered Friday. And I say Jackson. They don't actually come to Jackson. They come to the Jackson Market. They'll be in Florence, Ridgeland, and Brandon Friday so get your orders in, stoningtonfarm.com, 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, hormone-free, steroid-free, locally sourced beef from right down in Perkinston, Mississippi. I've been, I've gotten me an order the last two months in a row. It's all I've eaten. I actually uh, cooked a big sirloin last night, cut it up into little cubes to have uh, steak to snack on for the week, and that's what I ate last night. Man, you can't go wrong with some Stonington Farm. Uh, you can get everything from a steak delivered to a cow cut up and uh, and butchered up the way you like it from Stonington Farm. I highly recommend the ground beef. And you can check out all the pricing and more at StoningtonFarm.com. Again, get your order in by Thursday to be delivered Friday. Stonington Farm. All right. So, this is the Clay Edwards Show, and I've got something I want to talk about. Apparently, Tucker Carlson did a, uh, not Tucker, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I was looking at my Tucker thing. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Cindy McCain has come out and says that she and her husband knew Jeffrey Epstein was trafficking and raping children, but they intentionally said nothing. I, we, we've been saying for a long time, that, uh, and, and other hosts on this station, that uh, John McCain was probably rotting in hell. And this just reaffirms that. Here's this. It hides in plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. We all knew about him. We all knew what he was doing. But we had no one that was... Let's play that one more time. This is John McCain's wife. It hides in plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. We all knew about him. We all knew what he was doing. But we had no one that was... No um, uh, legal aspect that would go after him. They were afraid of him. For whatever reason, they were afraid of him. It hides in plain sight. Epstein. Well, what do you mean you had nobody that would go after him legally? You could have told somebody. You could have. Yeah, you know, y'all hadn't had any problem. You, that 
trash bag of a daughter of yours, Megan, I assume this is Megan's mom, you know, unless she's from a different marriage. Y'all, y'all, y'all have no problem spewing hate about Donald Trump constantly, but you couldn't maybe warn a brother about what Epstein was doing. You couldn't have made that more official. Couldn't have put that out there. These are evil people. I tell you, I, I really, really regret voting for John McCain back in, what was it, 08? Ugh. Ugh. Um, I wish I could have that one back. And, of course, I still wouldn't have voted for Obama. I just wish I hadn't have voted like I did in 12. I definitely wasn't voting for for that nut job or, or Obama. So I, see, I can proudly say I didn't vote for Obama not even once. You know, we get a lot of we get a lot of reformed leftists on on our side nowadays that say, "Man, you know, I I even voted for Obama." I'm like, "Ugh, it just makes me cringe every time somebody tells me that." But at least they're no longer voting like that. Unfortunately, they are in Jackson, and uh, that's obviously a problem. So, what do y'all think, man? What do y'all think about um, uh, what's her name, Cindy McCain, coming out and saying that? Let's go to Miss uh, Let's go to Miss Sylvia here. Hey, Sylvia. Good morning. Did you How get, are you? I'm good. Did you get to hear any of that? Yes, I did. I heard all of it. And um, I do regret voting for John McCain, but I could not. If so, I, I could not. I can't stand Obama, and there's no way I would have voted for him. Talk about pick nope. your poison. <laughs> yes, I just, oh, the thought of him even still being president makes me sick. And when I do hear people say, and I hear it a lot because of my job, how what a wonderful president he is. I don't respond. I just think, Father, this is another fool. But anyway, I wanted to comment about the Uber driver. Yes. Uh, I hope Abbott does pardon him because he was just trying to save himself. And to be in jail because you were self um, doing self-defense is ridiculous. So I hope he has the guts. And I do think Abbott, Governor Abbott does. To pardon him, and I'm going to pray that um, our current governor will pardon Anthony Fox. I hadn't prayed in that direction. I prayed for his protection because uh, since he's a former police officer, I don't want anybody to harm him because of that. But I did want to say something about blacks who always blame race as to why somebody doesn't like them. And the car salesperson, I'm sorry that that happened to him. But I just wanted to say that some blacks need to realize that it has nothing to do with race when someone doesn't like you. They need to take into consideration that that individual or individuals might not like you, has nothing to do with your race, has nothing to do with your gender, has nothing to do with your political stance. It just might be you that they don't like. And people immediately want to say when folks act, strange to him. Oh, it's because I'm black. No, it's because you might have said something that was out of line. You might have shared some thought that just was atrocious to the individual. Sometimes think about that. What did you do that caused somebody to might think, I don't like you and has nothing to do with race. And that was all I really wanted to say. And those are still going to call in and complain about what I said, oh, get over it. I have to listen to your gobbledygook, so listen to mine. And that's all I wanted to say, and you have a great day. You too. Thank you, Miss Sylvia. 
Always great to hear from Miss Sylvia. It's been a while, Sylvia. Don't be a stranger. I do appreciate your Bible verses every day, though. So keep them coming on the uh, Guns and Gear text line there. Hey, if y'all want to chime in, 769-241-1944 is the Guns and Gear text line. The phone line, if you want to call into the show, 601-879-0002. You know, we don't do a whole lot of national talk here. Because, I mean, look, there's people who who do it way better than me. We do local, but there's some stories that even hit me upside the head. And we will crank up the national talk as we get into the election season, the 2024 election season, because we've got statewide elections here in Mississippi, and we've got, of course, the most important presidential election of our lifetimes coming up, uh, of probably any lifetime as an American. Uh, This will be a battle for the soul of America. And I know we say that in our intro there, but it's true. This upcoming election will be a battle for the soul of America. It'll be a battle for our Christian values, a battle for our Christian values. Is America going to be a country built on one nation under God? Or is it going to be a country built on one nation under transgenderism? And that's going to be the war that we fight moving forward. You know, it's every just whatever is anti-Christian is what these people want to push upon us. And we're not going to take it. We ain't going to take it. They ain't going to get it without a fight. That's for damn sure. Um, look, uh, sh- pivoting here, and there's really no easy way to pivot to this, but uh, we're going to try. Um, over the weekend, a, um, a woman in Jones County was arrested for unnatural intercourse. I mean, this is on WLBT. She's got her picture. Clearly, again, mental health is a, is a problem in this country. And uh, we're not addressing it properly. This is from WDAM. So the new details about the events leading up to 19-year-old Denise Frazier's arrest have been released. According to the affidavit, Jones County Sheriff Deputy uh, Regina Newton received information on Tuesday that a woman was accused of having sexual intercourse with a dog. What, is this, what, what, what has happened to this show? Uh, during the initial investigation, Newton was able to identify Frazier as the suspected woman, the report said. Newton located Frazier at a residence on Norton Road in Laurel and spoke to her after uh, Mirandizing her. The affidavit said Frazier admitted she was the one in a video, but stated she was forced to do it. She also said that it occurred a year ago in Hattiesburg. The document said Newton received several more videos of Frazier having intercourse with a German Shepherd. A video also showed the German Shepherd, which Newton saw at the residence. Uh, Jones County Sheriff's Department investigator, Sergeant J.D. Carter, who is also uh, the affiant in the case, said one of the videos appeared to have been taken in a Jeep at the Freedom Baptist Church parking lot in the Myrick community. You read that right. You heard me right. Uh, She did this intercourse with a dog in a Baptist Church parking lot. Uh, in the community of Myrick. Uh, these videos were from Snapchat, a social media application. A geometric location for Myrick Miss was seen at the top left of the video. Snapchat reportedly uses locations through GPS, Wi-Fi, and or cell tower data to provide the location of the user's device. Screenshots of iCloud shared photos of the video showed the range between the dates of February 23rd and 28th of 2023, which, of course, would not have been a year ago. It would have been last month. These findings and circumstances led Carter to suspect Frazier willfully, unlawfully, and felonously had sexual intercourse with one or more domesticated animals 
one being a male German shepherd, and recorded the intercourse via an electronic device on or about February 23rd to 28th, according to the affidavit. The affidavit was signed Wednesday, and Frazier was arrested later that day and charged with unnatural intercourse, aggravated cruelty with an animal. Officials said three separate dogs were seen on video, and all animals are now in a safe place getting medical help. The Sheriff's Department said it was... The Sheriff's Department said in its initial investigation phase, but has found no evidence that Frazier was threatened or coerced into participating in these acts on video. During her initial court appearance on Thursday, Jones County Justice Court Judge Grant Hedgepeth set her bond at 25000 He also ordered that she stay away from animals until after her trial. <laughs> I mean, I want to laugh because I don't know what's worse the fact that she did these things or the fact that the bond is 25,000 which is more than what it costs most murderers to get out in Hines County you know just be careful where you break these crimes at folks it can be very expensive to get out of jail oh man what is wrong with people what is wrong with people and you know I'm just looking at at least in the back of the cop car here she's not a bad looking girl like I mean I've seen guys with much worse I mean, I felt like she could have, I mean, use social media for something else. I mean, oh my goodness. Let's take a break real quick. Come back and reset this. I don't want to talk about this no more. But I, I had to mention it because what's going on down there in South Mississippi? We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show live on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. That is definitely explains what that last segment was that was uh breaking rules when necessary but hey it's the news man if they can report it we can talk about it this segment is going to be brought to you by watkins construction and roofing man i ran into uh <clears throat> my buddy johnny that works over there at uh in the vip thing at a uh, brandon amphitheater over the weekend just talking about how busy they've been since the hailstorm. be sure to give them a call today check them out online watkinsconstructioninc.com Get out there, back-to-back hailstorms, done a lot of damage to the roofs around here. Let them come out, give you a complimentary roof assessment, and uh, see what you need done. They can work with your insurance companies, get it all taken care of. Whether it's a repair or replacement, Watkins Construction Roofing has got you covered. Uh, Just great, great guys to deal with over there. All right, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Let's see here, on the Guns and Gear text line. Um, got some clarification. He says it's not a uh, lost sheep. Says it's not bestiality. It's interspecies erotica. Don't want to offend anyone. They said, why would she do this? She was a fairly attractive young lady. Now no one is ever going to want to be with her again unless they are just a second. She was just as maybe I say just as sick as she was. Yeah, I mean she. It, that's a wrap. Could you imagine? Showing up with her at the family function after that. Man, look, I'm just telling my friends out there now, y'all y'all show up with this girl at the party. We're going to talk about you. She is not invited to the barbecue. I got dogs. I got two. They don't, they didn't ask for that. Ain't going to have to lock my dogs up when she comes around. We ain't doing it. We ain't doing it. Good Lord. You know, we talked about this a while back. There's this whole thing going on where these kids are cosplaying, basically, and pretending they're cats and going to schools. 
And some schools have even put in litter boxes for them. And uh, because they're trans species, I guess. Uh, I'm convinced that I have survived the rapture. And I'm just stuck here with a bunch of idiots. And apparently there's a lot more of us not getting in heaven than we thought were. Because there's no way that this is real world anymore. There's just no way. With all this trans stuff, with all this just everything going on. There's there's no way that, that I... And apparently trans people love dinosaurs too. I learned this the other day. Uh, apparently something about trans and dinosaurs. I saw that on Tucker. I did a Facebook post about it. Just some screenshots from them on NPR talking about being trans and loving dinosaurs. I, that there goes now every time I see a dinosaur, I'm going to have to think about Dylan Mulvaney and all that stuff. And Quit ruining things for me. That's what I'm so fed up with. I'm so fed up with the tease, ruining everything. Quit doing that. Man, look, this has been a fun three hours. I don't want to do it all the time, but I was glad to today. Uh, Miss Allison Noe is coming up next, filling in for Jamison Haygood for the next two hours. Uh, she's going to have some great, great health and gun-related stuff to make you a better person. So stay tuned. Podcast will be available here over the next hour or so. Claywillshow.com or wherever you download podcast. See you tomorrow. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. Joined in studio this morning by Therese April with DarkHorsePressNow.com. This segment going to be brought to you by Stonington Farm Beef. They're going to be in town this Friday making a beef delivery. So you got to have your order in by Thursday for that grass-fed, grass-finished, hormone, and antibiotic-free beef. And look, man, I've been seeing all kind of things here going on lately about people uh, putting mRNA in the cows for milk in China and uh, the beef. You ain't got to worry about that. That ain't going on here, not to get off into the conspiracy theories. But uh, that's actually not a theory. That's a fact. That is, they are doing that in China. Mm-hmm. But uh, you ain't going to have to worry about that here. And uh, I recommend sticking with a locally sourced uh, product like, hey, man, no, you, you want to know where all your stuff comes from? I would think anything you put in your body, especially, you want to know where it came from. Yeah. You get it locally sourced right here from Perkinston, Mississippi. Uh, go to their website, stoningtonfarm.com, and check out all they have to offer. they got the prices, the cuts, the whole nine yards. You'll see the phone number on there. Give Miss Katie a call. And look, whether it's one pack of ground beef, one ribeye, or you want to get a whole cow, they can make it happen. Um, so check them out, and you will not be disappointed. I'll be on my third order if I choose to get some more this week. I, I may I may wait till next time I loaded up last time. But uh, either way, stoningtonfarm.com, 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, 100% hormone and antibiotic-free beef from right here in Mississippi. I've right. been craving a good steak lately. I just haven't taken the time to go get one and grill it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a steak griller. I love it. Oh, yeah. I am, too. I mean, I I, I enjoy the whole marinating and cooking process about more than I actually enjoy the eating part. Yeah. You know, like, give it's me like, a beer and let's go. It goes too fast once you eat it. it <laughs> you put all this work into it and then, wow, where'd that go? Exactly. I have learned. I've gotten better about... Like if it's me and somebody at the house eating, cook one big steak. Yep. Instead of like, I got on this bad habit of feeling like if I'm gonna light the grill, it's got to be for, you know, I gotta justify. <laughs> gotta save it. charcoal. Yeah. 
Like the, <laughs> the least expensive equation I need to maximize the usage of. Right. Not the $40 a piece ribeyes, you know, at, at the size I was getting them cut, you know, but the the charcoal, the $10 a bag charcoal. <laughs> exactly. You know? So that makes perfect, perfect sense. So let's see here, man. We just got a text on the Guns and Gear text line. Says uh, today is your buddy Blaze Triggs' birthday. He is currently building his new website and will be dropping a new inventory of fueled by haters. Blaze Trigg is my good friend and y'all's good friend Trigg. Radley Trigg that bounced at all the bars for years. Everybody knows him okay. as Trigg. Yep. Blaze is his son. Uh and I will share the links when he gets that website up and going. He gave me a shirt last time I did a podcast with his dad. And uh we will absolutely support that and happy birthday, Blaze. So Hey, look, I don't mind giving birthday shout-outs, by the way. So if y'all ever got somebody who wants a birthday shout-out, the Clay Edwards Show ain't scared to do it. That's right. I mean, I I, I get it, man. I, we all got kids. Um, my daughter uh, wanted a birthday shout-out one time, so I had Chris Carr over at uh, 99 Jams give her a birthday shout-out years ago. So I, I, I get it, man. I don't mind doing it. Your kids are in the car. You want a birthday shout-out, your wife, whatever, husband, let me know. I got you covered. All right, um, let's see here. I want to jump to this article. Okay. This is from the New York Post. <laughs> Been teasing this a little bit. The FBI is coming for us, guys. If you use the terms like based or red pill, you're now an extremist. Let's see here. I'm going to read a little bit of this. The new documents released Monday warned that common internet lingo is being associated with violent extremism by the FBI. The Heritage Foundation, oh yeah, anytime they're involved in something, mm-hmm. Oversight Project said it used Freedom of Information Act to request to expose FBI documents that include glossaries showing that common internet slang has been flagged as an indication of involuntary celibate violent extremism or racially or ethnically motivated violent extremism. Um, huh. Part of the document refers specifically to incels are those involuntary celibate whom the threat overview describes as possibly seeking to commit violence in support of their beliefs that society unjustly denies them sexual or romantic attention to which they believe they are entitled. The assessment notes, while most incels do not engage in violence, some have been involved in at least five lethal attacks in the U.S. and Canada. Many of the terms mentioned by the FBI's list of incel terminology are either widely used across the Internet or unconscious in nature. The one term in the glossary is red pill, which comes from the 99 movie The Matrix and has been used as a metaphor for seeing hidden or political incorrect truths about the modern world, particularly when it comes to politics or dating. The FBI list key terms defines it as belief shared by many online communities that society is corrupt and the believer is a victim of this corruption. Many of the terms listed, I'm just going to skip over this. Here we go. The glossary defines the term Chad as a race-specific term used to describe the idealized version of a male who is very successful at getting sexual and romantic attention from women, later noting incels unsuccessfully compete against Chads for attention. <laughs> true that, true that. Uh List the shout out to Chad Wesley this morning. Uh, the list also included the term looks maxing, which I've never heard this one. Looks uh-huh. maxing, which is defined in the document as the process of self improvement with the attempt to become more attractive. Well, I'd be doing that every night at the, at the home gym. I'm looks maxing. 
Um, there are many terms associated with self-pity rather than violence, such as saying it's over to convey the hopelessness of being an incel or referring to height cell or bald cell to define people's short stature or baldness, respectively. The FBI lists terms associated with racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists, RMVE, has a mix of extreme terms and unconscious ones. Uh, red pill, based, LARPing, or just some of them here. And this is absolutely ridiculous. Look, I don't know who looks dumber in this, the FBI or the people that they're going after. <laughs> I mean, like, really? Can I just be real for a second? People who would consider yourself incels don't suck, okay? Like, if you want to sleep with somebody, you have to be appealing, and that's the problem, is that so many of y'all feel like you should be able to just get a girl to sleep with you. Like, you should just be able to order her up. Well, well, you can in some states. So if that's the problem, go do it. If if you're lonely and you're sad and you feel alone, everybody has that. It's not just you. But the more you take it out on other people, like, how dare you not want to sleep with me? I'm a male. Therefore, you should be, you know, over here. No, no, no. Because women are actually people with brains, too. And we also like to select our, you know, partners just like you like to select yours. So I got sent an article, and I, I'm not going to drag you down this path today. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Um, it's a whole article about the transgender community and how a lot of them start out as incels. And it's their sexual frustrations that drive them to change their sex to try to have more sex. It, it, Did anybody very, ever very, think about going to see a therapist? It's a very interesting article. Well, they actually interview a therapist in this thing. And again, we'll, we'll go at it in depth tomorrow. But, you know, they, they talk about there's um, some entire Reddit communities about trans with guns and how they're planning for uh, protecting themselves against genocide. It, it's really some scary stuff. Yeah. And it ties right into this. And it feels like the FBI is pointing their sniffer the wrong direction here. And they need to. Move it over to the T's a little bit, and um, they may find exactly who they're looking for, especially considering our last two, three, four mass shooters have all had their pronouns in their bio. You know, I mean, I don't think you got to look too hard at what the, where the problem is here. Again, it ain't the guns. It's the mental health problem in America. Yeah, and it's the fact that, like, instead of trying to get to know people as people, we've all turned other people into, what's a good word, entitlements. You know, you should think the way I want you to. You over there, you should not talk a certain way or I can get you canceled. You, you know what? Like, I don't even like how you look. Guess what, lady? Because you're a lady and I'm a man, you should be sleeping with me. You know, it's it's like there's no sitting down and being like, hey, so you come here often anymore. There's none of that. And if we would all just actually communicate instead of like puffing up and making TikToks about how if a woman's not begging for you, then she's not worth your time, you know... Let me give you, guys, I'm 45. I've lived quite a life. Quite a life. A lot of things I regret. A lot of things that I may regret, but I had a really good time doing. <laughs> we all have those, and, I think. <laughs> and and, and let, me, let me tell you something about how to be more appealing to women. Get muscles. I don't care what she says. She likes muscles. Period. They all like muscles. And if that one doesn't, another one will. Um, and... Do not slide in their DM with sexual nonsense. Yeah, don't do that. As you're, you know, once you've had intercourse or whatever with somebody and you want to have that conversation, whatever. I've had an interesting conversation in my DMs this morning. 
But again, that ain't how you come at somebody. You know, learn how to make eye contact with people. Walk up and have a real conversation with a human being in person. And don't be awkward. Don't be weird. Don't trip over yourself. Right. You know what's fun? You know what we're attracted to more than muscles? Believe it or not. Confidence. Confidence, a sense of humor, a brain, kindness, okay, courage, those kind of things. And, you know, if you don't have those, those are things you can work on as well. You don't have to spend time in the gym to build up your confidence, to build up your courage, to become a kinder person. It is a good place to start if you have confidence issues. It is good. Yeah, I'm not I'm not trashing yeah. the gym by any means. Like, no, muscles are nice. But... But in the end, men are very physically driven. You know, you guys very much react on what you see. Women, we react a lot more with our brains and our hearts. And so that's why, you know, you generally have these situations where a woman's being used for sex while a man is being used for, you know, security. Security, Yeah, which I mean, security, meaning we would like to feel safe, but we will accept money as a as a stand in, I guess, Um when we're not healthy. So. Yeah, now I, I had this exact conversation Saturday, getting ready to go to the Co Wetzel concert. I was talking about what what men look for in women, especially as we get older, mm-hmm. is uh, scarcity of sorts. Uh, we want attractive. We want somebody who hasn't been with a bunch of people. Yep. You know, because we want to feel like if you're with me, it's because you actually like me, mm-hmm. not because I'm just the next one on the on the list. I mean, and then from our side, the women, I feel like you want security, uh, protection. You know, you obviously want somebody who loves you. And we all want, at the end of the day, we all want to be loved. Yeah. I don't care how hard anybody wants to play. We all want to be loved by somebody. And we all want to feel that in return. Yep. And, you know, if you can get, kind of get the sexual attractiveness box checked, mm-hmm. that, that's the first attraction, right? It is what it is. It is for guys, I think. Yeah. And sometimes for girls it is, but sometimes, I mean, sometimes for me, I'm totally attracted to somebody's personality or their mm-hmm. brain long before I'm attracted to them physically. Sure. But, you know, in a n- meeting a new person scenario, it takes a little longer to ramp up to the and that's true. personality yeah. brain side of things. Right. And, I, and, and I think that's something different too. women. I, I think men can grow on women. Mm-hmm. I don't think women grow on men in the same way. Unless we have a physical transformation. Yeah. Like, if she, if he's not attracted to you today, he ain't going to be attracted to you next week. Right. Where I think men can, as you get to know them, can sway you a bit. Yeah, because, I mean, again. With, through confidence and ability, mm-hmm. you know, and security and financial means. And when I say financial, I'm referring to security. Mm-hmm. You know, his ability to protect you. Well, and it's like. I'll see a man be courageous or be doing his job really well, you know, or something like that. And that makes him more attractive to me because that's a character trait that I want to build a relationship around. Right. Um, Is he a leader? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just that kind of thing. Like there's stuff like that, that, that for me, and I'm not speaking for all women here, but I'll see a guy who, you know, is, is able to handle business and that makes him more attractive. I don't know if that works for men. Like, I don't know if seeing a woman be capable and able to handle things. And, I mean, I, I don't know if y'all want that in the kitchen. I don't know if y'all want that in the boardroom. I don't know if y'all want that in the bedroom. I don't know. That's the thing. We don't know what y'all think, and y'all don't know what we think. So everybody's all over here being like, boo-hoo, women won't sleep with me. And girls are like, men are all trash. Well, it's it's really just because nobody's talking. Yep. Well, again, I think also, guys, let me give you some personal advice here. If you're a nickel, don't be shooting for a dime. 
work your work your way up. Work 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 your way up. You know, um, rejection's hard to overcome. And if you're shooting if you're shooting for the stars, I mean, I understand shoot or shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, but you you may want to ramp your way up, get some confidence, build a base a base level, and go up and down from there. Right. Let's take a break real quick, come back and try to shift this conversation away from <laughs> from, from dating this, again. From dating again, <laughs> right. but but look, man, I mean, I, I I have failed and succeeded a lot of times, and uh, in a very good place in life right now, and I feel like I can give some good advice. But I don't know if the morning show is the time for the uh, <laughs> for the sexual revolution. We just need to have a dear Abby column. Or something. Get a dog. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards <laughs> oh, Show. Oh, jeez. Clay Edwards Show. Real quick, little off-air conversation brought to air here. Okay. Buddy of mine, uh, Bo. We'll just call him Bo. Um, I talked him into, or kind of, uh, my, my conversations uh, persuaded him to go and get on TRT, testosterone replacement. Yep. And uh, he didn't go to my doctor. He went to a different one. A little confusion. They're neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. I don't care where you go. My my folks are not a paid advertiser. It's just who I recommend folks to go to. Right. Uh, and he says, <clears throat> I'm just going to read his quote here. Because he I'm, I'm talking to guys over 40 years old this morning it, that aren't on TRT or at least haven't had your levels checked. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, uh, if you're around my age and feeling a little sluggish every day, go to a TRT clinic and get your levels tested. I started my shots a little over a month ago. And I feel like an entire new man. My energy and attention levels are super high now. And the only downside, if you want to call it that, is that you is that you want to have uh, what we'll, we'll call it. Uh, what did we talk about the last segment? Yeah. Uh, uh, make love. You yeah. want you're gonna want to make you're love. You're feeling frisky all day. All all day, and it, you know if if you're a single guy, I mean, without an outlet, that could be kind of bad, you know, but. Trust me when I tell you, um, I, I believe that high testosterone levels is something that we go back to kind of our animal instincts. And I, I believe women can sniff that out. They yeah. just they just know. Yeah, and um, trust me, trust me, guys. Uh, go get your levels checked. And, and uh, a lot of that is where that confidence comes from that we were talking about. Too. Well, it does. Too. Even if it's a placebo effect. Yep. And you just think you're more confident because it's working better. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. It, it's, it's all it's all in your head, you know. So get, go get your levels checked. I can't tell you how important that is. And trust me, she will thank you later, too. <laughs> Whoever she is, your wife, your girlfriend, whatever, she will thank you later. Well, and didn't you say there's some kind of uh, hormone replacement for women, too, at the place you go to? There is. There, uh, there's women. There's testosterone for y'all as well. It's lower dosage. Mm-hmm. Uh, for women, they recommend the pellet. You do it like a single pellet, and it's good for five or six months. And, uh, I mean, I got a friend of mine that got it, and she, she's been happy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I recommend trying that because as, as important as your estrogen levels are, women, your testosterone levels are just as important. Men, Absolutely. same thing, but opposite. Right. Uh, your estrogen levels are important, too. You know, you don't want to have too much. You know, you get the man boob thing going on. But that's really, that's way rarer than people think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 I forget the technical name for that. They give you when you get on the treatment. They give you some pills. They're like you know, if your nipples start getting you know, tender or that area or whatever, mm-hmm. just take these. And it'll eliminate. It. I haven't had that problem, and my levels are through the roof right now. Sure. And I just like I said, I can't recommend it enough. It's been a game changer for me. Even my boss at work, he's like, man, whatever you're doing lately, you're way more focused. You're way more tuned in. You know the 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 numbers 
speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I, I really credit it back to uh, getting my levels checked and getting on, this, on the testosterone. Yep. You know, I, I really do. I mean, we joke around a lot about the, the physical part of it and, you know, the, the morning wood and just all that stuff and, you know, the things to look for. But all joking aside, what it does for your, your energy and your focus and your sleep and anxiety or lack thereof, um, it's worth every bit of it, even if there is no uh, other perks or benefits to it. Sure. And, of course, if you're working out constantly after 40, you're gonna, it's going to help build more muscles, too. My shoulders are jacked, right, maybe not right the second, but generally speaking, my arms and shoulders and chest and everything has been more, more jacked than it has been in 20 years. Yeah, you're a totally different person than when I first met you. Thank you. I mm-hmm. will take the compliment. Yep. Uh, let's see here. We got some guns and gear. Gynomasty. Gynomastin. Gynomastia. Gynomastia is what the uh, man boobs are called. Okay. And I'm probably butchering that, but thank you to... Uh, to Woodrow and to um, Dustin for uh, chiming in on that. I knew it was something like that. I knew it was Gina something. Okay. Which I seen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's see here. <laughs> Thomas says, here we go. It takes this app a minute to to do its thing. Sure. Uh, heterosexual polygamy is the ultimate problem solver for all the confusion centered around dating, finance, and sex. Every man should have at least, <laughs> Thomas said this, not Clay. Every man should have at least two women dwelling with him in a family home with kids without negative blowback from the public. And this will solve a lot of the dating problems. It's 2023 and a dating scene has changed drastically. So drastic times, calls for drastic measures immortality is at an all-time high anyway i mean mortality mortality um yeah look i I don't know how it it is hard enough to keep one woman satisfied and happy i cannot imagine trying to do Do, two do not try to put me in a home with another woman both competing for the same man or you will have homicide on your hands well, Thank you. Isn't that every? Isn't that the plot of every reality show? I mean, it really is. Like, yeah. I actually was thinking of uh, the murder case over in the Delta. The dude had two girlfriends, both having his babies, both living with him, and like he had to brainwash them. And if you like your women brainwashed, you've got problems. Okay, like no, <laughs> <laughs> just no. Everybody's going to end up dead in that situation. Yep. So, yeah, I'm out on that. Again, find find one person that makes you happy. Yeah. And, and, and roll with that. And look, you know, if it, it, maybe she needs to get her testosterone levels checked. <laughs> maybe that's the problem. I, I'm convinced that low testosterone is the answer to all the world's problems. Okay. You know, I, I think, you know, a lot of these um, white liberal men out there that I have such a problem with, if they would just go get their levels checked, They'd, get, they'd be red-pilled by tomorrow. A lot of the white conservative men, too, though. What? Yeah, I mean, not all of them, but a lot of them. Really? A lot of yes. Why do you think I'm right down the middle? Because there's problems on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thomas says, I can't, Thomas, I can't even read that word. Premenopause is the worst. Yes, it is. Premenopause is bad. It does, women's hormones get all. Is that a shot at me for saying I would not live in the same house with another woman? Oh, no, I don't think so. Okay, good. I don't I think he just, uh, no, she did, he said she missed the entire point. Premenopause is the worst. I don't know. I would Yeah, die. that's what he was doing. 
That's just funny. Um, somebody said the homicide rate would go up. Oh, one hundred percent. That was my point. Yeah. Some kind of, kind of back going back a little bit. Somebody said that the murder rate in Jackson has gone down, or the homicides in Jackson has gone down since the tr- Jackson trash crisis has begun, and that isn't that is a fact. There's only been one homicide in like the last month in Jackson. That we know of. That, that we know of. But do we know what's under all the trash? Oh, I bet you. You know. <laughs> you know somebody's going to find a body somewhere. Oh, sure. Under all that trash. Let's look at the uh, let's look at the murder tracker real quick in live time here on uh, the Clay Edwards Show. We are sitting at, drum roll, 28 homicides. So it has only gone up like one or two in the last two weeks. Huh, nice. But I mean, again, it sounds like I'm being facetious. I'm I'm not. I'm just surprised because with all the uh, angst going on and I mean, somebody's going to get killed dumping their garbage in somebody's dumpster. True. You know, you know, this is coming. One of the one of these one of these gas station owners is going to have had enough of their dumpster getting full mm-hmm. and they're going to they're, they're going to take it out on somebody. Well, and not only that, we can expect a pretty bloody summer from what I'm hearing from the gang investigator side of things because all these hybrid gangs um i think some of the nationals are going to try and come down on them and so don't think that it's going to stay at 28 no no here's what happens whenever you get stuck at a number for a while or kind of in this one to two now since i've started tracking this in 2020 i've noticed that whenever there's a lull when it when they start happening they happen in fives and sixes and sevens tens i mean it starts it, it it and when it warms up Mm-hmm. It's on me and CJ got into an argument about this one time. The masters, I was like, man, when it, the hotter it gets, the murder rate goes up. He's like, man, the, the, the numbers don't show that. I'm like, yeah, you're not looking at the right numbers, bro. I mean, every police investigator I've ever worked with says that. Yeah, like the numbers absolutely go up in the summer, right? But uh, let's take a break real quick. Come back and uh, have more random fun conversation on the Clay Edwards Show with Teresa April right here on 103.9 WYAB. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, speaking, so, yeah. uh, this is going to be so inappropriate. Speaking of gag reflexes of sorts. I was afraid you were going to say that. <laughs> um, okay. I, 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 I kind of got in trouble for talking about this on radio yesterday. But I'm just going to briefly touch on it. The the Jones County girl and the dog thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I accidentally saw that video. No, you didn't. Somebody sent a click. Like, oh I my god! I haven't seen it. I I've, don't want to. I have. I am. I deleted it out of my phone. Right. I de- deleted it out of the text. Everything. <laughs> I, was, I mean, maybe after I sent it to ten people. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, delete, delete, delete. Right. That's the worst thing. I don't know what I was expecting, but it's worse than whatever I was expecting. I have lost all faith in humanity, and I'm 100 percent convinced I have survived the rapture. Look. One thing that I learned from a country veterinarian one time is that animals, when they're sexually abused, um, have the same kind of trauma that children do. Yeah. So, like, if you, you know, abuse your sheep, it may not bear children. Or, you know, there are just things like that that um, you mess with an animal's psyche when you do that stuff. So that's why the animal people are like, this dog has endured trauma. Well, they said the dog was receiving medical attention. Oh, dogs, plural, yes, yeah. were receiving medical attention in uh, me and my friend were like, what What kind of medical attention are the dogs receiving? Probably psychological, mental, I mean, <laughs> medical attention. Is there, is there a cream for that? 
I don't. Oh, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, come on down, man. All right. All right. Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. And nobody asked me for the video. I do not have it anymore. Again, I, I poured bleach in my eyes and on my phone. <laughs> After seeing it. And just immediate regrets. Right. Immediate I, regrets. I, look, just looking at her TikTok where she's like twerking in front of this dog who's just laying on the bed like resigned to its fate. It was really awful just watching that because I was like, no, that dog, that poor dog, <laughs> save him. <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, look, the first thing we said was this was not her first rodeo. Mm. I mean, this has been going on a while. Oh, boy. She looked very, she there's a smile on her face. She started to say she was forced into this. Yeah. That did not look like she was being forced into this. There were things that, it, it, again, not her first rodeo. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Well, and like I said in our article, she said, you know, people are saying that I'm doing that with my dogs, but the only dog I'm doing that with is your boy. And I was like, you know, she knows how to smack talk, but the problem is she still got busted. <laughs> like, yeah, well, that's it. That, one of the things we said yesterday, or not, not on the radio, just in private conversation was, you know, somewhere some guy saw that, th- the boy, mm-hmm. saw that and has to think, oh, my God. Right. You know, and, and right. you know, somewhere his boys know. Right. And I, I'm just going to tell you right now. If I knew about one of my boys that had been with a girl that had done that, yeah, it'd be relentless. You'd have to move oh, forever. You would have yeah. to move, um, change your name, grow a mustache, all kind of stuff. I think the best comment we got on our story was a guy um, wrote some. You know, we got the story up there about this girl who did this, and a guy wrote back, and I can't even get a text back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. It's like, yeah, it is rough out here. I mean, I, I just lost faith. No in, pun intended. <laughs> Yeah, I lost faith in humanity with it a little bit. I just like, mm-hmm. and it just had to be from Mississippi. Had to be. I mean, thank God it wasn't Rankin County. Well, look. Um, based, or Scott County. Well. Or I'm, one of the connecting counties. Here's the thing. Based on my knowledge of some legal proceedings in certain counties, um, I've talked to a couple of prosecutors who have had similar cases. Um, they just didn't publicize them. Oh, no. I'm sure it's happened. I mean, anytime that anytime there's a law on the books about it, it's happened enough. That they had to make a law. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like the warning label on the blow dryers. We laugh mm-hmm. at it, but it's there because somebody was using a blow dryer in the bathtub. Right. Uh, you know, there's girls right now this morning who are probably listening to this show who have used a blow dryer in a bathtub. I hope not. I'd be surprised if there were because I doubt they'd still be with us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I know how to do it. I ain't going to get shocked. Oh, my gosh. All right. I know those people, though. Let's take a break real quick. Come back. Reset this. I want to get back to the garbage stuff and some other things that I made notes on that I think you all enjoy. Uh, the FBI is now targeting uh, bros with uh, some keywords such as people who use words like Chad, based, red-pilled, normie, LARPing. You're now considered an extremist by the FBI. I want to talk about this. I don't know what some of those words mean. Well, Chad is like like Giga Chad, Mega Bro. Oh, yeah. No, I knew like yeah. Chad's like Karen. Yeah, sort yeah, of. Sort sorta. of. It's like Mega Bro. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to talk about that and more on the other side of this break on 1039 WYAB. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Join the studio by Therese April with DarkHorsePressNow.com. All right. Well, long story short, since I cannot find this article anywhere, is that the... The trans community is loading up 
on ammunition and guns and all of that stuff. Here it is. Here it is. All right. Sorry for the uh, the delay there. This is from the Daily Caller. And I'll email anybody this that wants it. Paranoia. Transgender gun community features fears of genocide and mental illness. That's a cell phone. All right. So, transgender gun owners, some of whom have armed themselves out of fear of a genocide of transgender people, have flocked to the 5,600-member uh, Reddit trans, or trans gun subreddit forum, sharing photos of themselves with rifles and tactical gear and discussing plans to defend themselves from transphobia, according to a Daily Caller News Foundation review of top posts and comments. Trans gun users widely believe that transgender people are at the heightened risk of violent persecution and must be armed to defend themselves, according to the subreddit's top post. Their beliefs echo the rhetoric of trans activists who frequently suggest transgender people are the victims of widespread violent persecution and are the, and are assaulted and killed because of their gender identity, even though that never happens. <laughs> They're always the ones out doing the hunting and killing as of, as of here lately. It says some users were even imagine, some users even imagine scenarios in which their community is the target of organized political violence, such as genocide, and they strategize ways to engage in combat. It's con- if conflict started, then evacuation is ten times more difficult. Asked the victims of the asked the victims of the Rwanda genocide. One user commented in a thread about a potential conflict breaking out in the U.S. over transgender issues. Become a deterrent and get training on medical medical first aid knowledge as well as real firearms training, not just concealed carry classes, but actual tactical. Training and I look. I think everybody should be doing this, uh, and I'm glad the trans community is uh getting suited up and booted up. It's their Second Amendment right. It's their Second Amendment right. Uh, this, then it goes on to say, one user was considering bringing a gun to an LGBT Pride event, citing fears of violence against transgender people. I'm very concerned about the safety, given that that's been what's going on in the news. I'm second guessing going to, going at all, but I'm trying not to let the fascist scare me into staying home. Look, I'm just going to tell you, um, I don't know that you're going to have to worry about too many people going to a gay pride parade, searching out trans people and beating them up. I, I just, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen anymore than some clans, alleged clansmen in a white hood walking through Jackson looking for black folks to tie up. It's just a fictitious boogeyman. Let's go on. Said uh, in one of the threads, users discussed whether and how to evacuate in case of conflict or an attempt to eradicate transgenders. With how easy it is for bad actors to access firearms here in Texas, as well as mounting increases in violence against us, I'm finally at a point where I'm considering my options for self-defense, another user wrote in a post about a concealed carry. In 2021, two people were killed in anti-transgender hate crimes, compared to three who were killed based on their racial or ethnic identity, and one who was killed for being gay, according to the FBI. There were 385 total instances of hate crimes against transgender and gender non-conforming individuals in 2021, compared to 7,736 incidents. So what they're saying here is, if you commit a crime against a transgender, 
It is a hate crime, and you only did it because they were transgender. I mean, what if you were just robbing a transgender person? I mean, just because you're transgender and something happens to you does not mean it's a hate crime. And I guarantee that's what they're doing here. That's, I mean, that's like the one group right now that you can't slap the taste out of their mouth for anything. For anything. It's going to be a hate crime. If they punched you first, you did something to provoke them. And if you do anything back, it's a hate crime. Like, you do not, Jacksonians, I'm telling you, don't make the mistake of carjacking a transgender person. It's going to be a hate crime on top of the carjacking crime. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the entire community, th- there's some good stuff in here. Let's see here. I, I want to skip down to something here. Um, There's a part in here where they say they just want to be left alone. And I, I find it highly entertaining. Actually, I've got that part clipped out here. I'm just going to read this last thing here. Yes, here it is. This is the part that I I choked on when I read it. It said, under no pretext should arms or ammunition be surrendered, another post read. Well, now they know how we feel. Any attempt to disarm our community must be frustrated. If they come after our guns, we will defend our equality. If fascists don't like that outcome, then they can simply cease their campaign of fascism against us. They can simply end their stupid effing culture war and let us live our quiet lives in peace. That's what we want to do. I want you to end your culture war. Go be trans as you want to be. Just leave the kids alone and leave us the hell alone. That's what we've been saying. We've been about that life. That's all we want. But no. But no. You got to go call us fascists. You got to go call us bigots, homophobes, transphobes, racists, and every other kind of istenphobe that you can possibly call somebody simply because we do not agree with what you're doing. Just because, just because I ain't your ally, it doesn't mean I'm your enemy. Like you said, I just want to be left alone. I just want to go buy beer at the store without seeing a fake transgender person on the can. I just want to be left alone and be able to go take my, eventually my grandchild to daycare without having to worry about drag queen story time. Or God forbid, even worse, some, some poor little boy happens to like pink. And next thing you know, they want to cut his wang off. He likes pink. He must want to be a girl. We better cut it off. You're not making a girl. You're just making a boy without a, without any junk. I posted a meme on the interwebs the other day. I'm gonna pull it up for y'all real quick. You can go to the um my my personal Instagram page. It's Clay Six O One, and see this. It's a little kid from the '80s playing an acoustic guitar, and it says, "My next thing is my next song is called Please Don't Cut My Wang Off Because I Like the Color Pink." I'll send that to anybody that wants to see it. Give me, shoot me, hit me up on the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Let's take a break real quick, come back, land the plane for the day. I've been wanting to get this uh, article off my chest for a couple days. I thought you guys would find that as uh, 
terrifying as I do. It's a good read. I'll send you the whole link if you ask for it, uh, wherever you may, uh, whether you hit me up on Facebook, the Guns and Gear text line, my text, whatever. I will send you that link. I highly recommend reading it because it's good to get inside the mind of your enemy or of the people who think you're their enemy. And they even admit openly that they are mentally ill and have a high suicide rate. And if they ain't scared to take their own life, I can assure you they ain't scared to take yours. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Hey, real quick before we land the plane for the day. As you know, it's raining outside. Going to be raining for the next couple of days. We're coming off some hail storms here recently. Um, get your roof checked out uh, and use Watkins Construction and Roofing to do so. Give them a call today. Get a complimentary roof assessment. They'll come out. They'll check everything. If your car got hail damage, your roof got hail damage. I just sold a car to a fellow yesterday who, <clears throat> who had to get his roof and his car replaced. So uh, if, you, if it gets one, it usually gets the other. Watkins Construction Roofing is great with working with your insurance companies. You can give them a call, 601-966-8233. See my good buddies, uh, Johnny Casada, Jamie Price, Michael Deer, and whoever else they got over there. Man, they're all a great team. You can't go wrong with any of them. Great folks over at Watkins Construction and Roofing. Central Mississippi's or Mississippi's premier roof repair and replacement construction company you can also check them out online at watkinsconstructioninc.com all right guys i had fun show today um this uh this garbage stuff has just been a hoot to cover it's day 12 of the garbage debacle now it's raining and nasty outside it's only gonna get worse it's devolving into a third world country i just got a text on the guns and gear business i mean the guns and gear text line from a flowwood business owner that says clay we have had to run jacksonians off from filling up our dumpsters and had to put padlocks on them i had to do the same thing when i had mine downtown too people love to throw their trash in other people's trash cans that's what trash does that's what trash does all right mike madison's up next my podcast will be available here shortly please guys hit the subscribe button today and share one of these uh podcast show live here in the clayedwardshow.com studios hey check out my website man uh all the links to my social media accounts are there just click social links at the top i've got a merch store where you can uh, check out some clay edwards show and save jackson t-shirts i guess i need to update that and put something on there to make fun of the jackson trash stuff but i have not gotten around to it yet because i you know again i don't necessarily do this for the money i do this because it's what's right so this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at guns and gear man Check out Hunter and the team today for some great deals on guns. I got their Facebook page pulled up here. Shout out to my old buddy Wayne, who just sent me a message there on Facebook. Good morning, brother. Um, <clears throat> guns and Gear, hey, look, if you're not following them on Facebook for their deal of the day, you're missing out on some great deals, my friends. Uh, just the other day, they posted um, a bunch of just different stuff they have in the store. And they got these really cool knives. It looks like the Exocet, I think is what it's called. Man, these things are nice. They look like switchblades, basically. And I might ride out there and get me a knife here soon. I may have to cut one of y'all one day. No, I'm kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. Uh, but, man, they've got a uh, they got some used firearms available. The SAR USA, SAR9 Safari, 9mm. They got it right now for $379.99. They've got the cool little Easter egg color um, Ruger EC9s. Now, these are the great pocket pistols that are so popular with our with our lady friends. 
in the teal and pink and turquoise and all those colors. They've got them available right now for three twenty nine ninety nine. A great gun to get out there for your women. You know, your for the lady in your life. Get out, get her. Make sure she is protected, especially if she got to ride down through Jacktown. Uh, get out there to Gluckstadt to Guns and Gear today. Shop them online, gunsandgearms.com. And again, we always appreciate them for sponsoring the Guns and Gear text line here on the Clay Edwards Show. A uh, little breaking news here. Um, there's been a mass shooting situation at a Louisville, Kentucky bank. Uh, the shooter has been neutralized. At least five people are dead. That's according to Fox News. I've been kind of loosely following that this morning. They call it a they didn't call it an active shooter. They call it an active active aggression. Um, not sure what the legal difference is there. Is that some new woke term to not say active shooter? I'm not sure. But at least five dead at a Louisville bank uh, due to an active shooting situation. So we'll see how they find a way to blame that on AR-15s here soon. All right, let's go. Speaking of guns, you know, big story for the last year or so that a lot of people forgot about was a fella who um, was a fella who had to defend himself in Texas back during the 2020 Summer of Love BLM rights, the mostly peaceful protest. And over the weekend, I'm, we're going to start at the top. I'm going to refresh y'all's opinion, refresh your memories on this in case you haven't been paying attention this weekend with it being Easter. This was Tucker from Friday night. So during the last outbreak of armed extremism, which of course was the BLM riots of 2020, and former Army sergeant called Daniel Daniel Perry was driving for Uber in Austin, Texas. He was an Uber driver. He's in his car and a mob of rioters surround him in the middle of the street and begin hitting his car. One member of the mob was a man called Garrett Foster. Foster is a militant with a history of waving his rifle at people. He approached Perry's driver's side window with an AK-47. Then he raised the rifle. And when he did that, Perry shot and killed him. That right there is the moment that he did what, y'all? He heft around. He found out. Now that's the difference in hanging, letting it hang down on your side. And the second you raise it, that is an act of aggression. That, and that is when self-defense is allowed. It don't matter what that Uber driver put on his Facebook earlier that day about maybe having to kill some folks. A lot of people said that. Hell, y'all got a nurse fired from UMC for saying that she would run over these folks if they were blocking her. Got a lady fired for saying she would defend herself. Let's let Tucker finish. In self-defense. The lead detective in the case and the Austin police concluded it was a justified shooting. If that's not a justified shooting, there's no such thing. But because Austin, Texas, the justice system is overseen by a Soros-funded DA, Perry was charged with murder for defending himself. And tonight, we are sad to tell you, this man, a military veteran driving an Uber car, was convicted of murder. And what does that mean? It means that in the state of Texas, if you have the wrong politics, you're not allowed to defend yourself. So this is a legal atrocity. It's so obviously unjust that tonight we extended an invitation to the sitting governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, to come on this show on Monday. And we wanted to ask if he was considering a pardon for Daniel Perry. But for some reason, Governor Greg Abbott's office told us he just can't make it and that we should talk to the attorney general of Texas, Ken Paxton, instead. So that is Greg Abbott's position. There is no. All right. So over the weekend, it came out that Governor Abbott will be pursuing 
a pardon for Sergeant Perry. You know, I just don't want to live in a world where I can't kill a terrorist that has a gun pointed at me in self-defense without having to worry about going to prison. You know, and I say it regularly and I say it often, that is exactly why Clay Edwards moved out of Jackson. It's because I don't think for a second that another George Soros-funded DA, Jody Owens, wouldn't have my butt sitting in the electric chair if I had to kill one of these terrorists in Jackson in self-defense. That is why I no longer live in Jackson. That's why I no longer play in Jackson. Is for that very, very reason. You know, so, again, it's come out that um, Texas governor plans to pardon Army sergeant convicted in Austin BLM shooting. Uh, we'll see how it all shakes out there. And it got me to thinking. Do y'all think Tate Reeves would pardon somebody here? I don't think he would. I don't think he's got the cojones to do it. You know, and I, and, and I say that because I sit here and I look at my friend Anthony Fox being held as a political prisoner right now. He hasn't been pardoned. When none of the evidence stacks up saying he should be sitting in jail. None of it. Yet, he's sitting out there as a political prisoner so these folks running Jackson can make more money suing in the lawsuit against the city. That's all this is about. And it's sad, sad state of affairs. But again... Tate needs to pardon Anthony Fox. And I'm afraid he ain't got the cojones to do it. And people should call his office and should hold him accountable and hold his feet to the fire and tell him you want Anthony Fox pardoned. You know, one reason the left is is so easy for them to advance their agenda constantly is seeing as how most of them don't work. They sit at home and they call and they harass these politicians and these businesses, anytime they're not getting their way. You couldn't rub 10 of them's credit together and it'd be good enough for them to finance a car. Yet, they influence advertising at car dealerships. Or they try to get people fired from car dealerships. There was a situation last week where a local high-end car dealership here in town, uh, in Ridgeland, uh, got their social media reviews, got hijacked by the local BLM mob. And they tried to get a salesman fired. You know, you can go, you, you can use your imagination and do a little research to figure out who I'm talking about. I ain't going to drag their name through the mud anymore. But my understanding is they folded. And uh, it was all because the girl wanted a car. And they worked the system to get a car. So they made up some story about a salesman not talking to him because they were black. You know, and people are just tired of this stuff, man. People are slap tired of it. I know I am. I know I am. I'm going to take a break real quick, come back. We got some more we're going to get into. We can hit more Jackson trash stuff if y'all like, but uh, <clears throat> we got a bunch to talk about. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. I tell you what I want to talk about. I want to talk about John McCain's wife saying that they knew about Epstein's misconduct and raping of children and chose to say nothing. I got the video. I also want to talk about the Jones County woman who uh, filmed herself uh, performing sexual acts on a dog. Yep, you just heard that on the radio. 
Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.